0: A radio show that confesses Christ. Without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes scripture seriously. Without taking ourselves so seriously.
1: You're listening to Table Talk Radio.
2: I, I like. How he ran in the room thinking that you accidentally articulated baptism incorrectly. Like,
0: Wait a minute. You're mistaken. <laughs> he, said to me. he said, you sound like a heretic. Right.
2: Yeah. It wasn't like, boy, they must be playing a game where they're articulating someone else's belief. It was, I
0: think Pastor Wolfmiller is off his rocker. <laughs>
1: I'm,
0: I'm a little bit disturbed that you think that I would actually teach that about baptism, Pastor
1: Fleming. And it so, 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 so deserves to be crunched. I mean, mega crunch. So, if uh, you guys put put mega, the mega crunch. crunch on the song, that would be awesome. <laughs> keep uh, preaching the word, passive, keep it mediocre, mediocre and hilarious.
2: The birthday gift of 15 year olds everywhere. This is Table Talk Radio.
0: That's right, because this is for juvenile court. <laughs> <laughs> if you're 18 years or older, it's... you know, you got to go watch what? Issues, etc. Probably. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of birthday we have in studio guests. That's yeah. great. Happy happy birthday. We'll
2: we'll, inter- we'll introduce them to the uh, YouTube audience at the end of the show. I can't move the camera because it takes me about ten minutes to move it back. So,
0: I I was thinking about during the bump that your nickname should be. You used to be the radio clown, but your nickname should be Captain Crunch. I think that's good. Why, Captain Crunch? For praise song cruncher. Oh, know. yeah. That's right. Hey, we're Captain doing praise
2: song crunching today.
0: Cruncher. That's what we're doing today after the buzzwords, which my buzzword for you is mysticism. <laughs> Tell us what that it used is. To, it used to be mysticism till we moved down here to Texas. I, I don't know if, <laughs> if mysticism identifies as a mister or a missus. You don't want to get so personal on the whole mm-hmm. question. But mysticism is the <laughs> theological movement that puts its adherents in... Moving in the direction of the direct connection to the divine nature—that's the idea—and we remember that mysticism is a, a theological, what what's it called? Uh, uh, Parasite—that's what it is. It latches on to whatever systems around, and so you got uh, Jewish mysticism, Kabbalah. You got, you got, Islamic. Did I t- We should do. Did have we done this? And did I forget? Have we ever crunched uh, Islamic hymns? Uh no, I couldn't find my Islamic hymnal. I got one one time, and it's all mysticism. Mm. It's it's like it's like contemporary Christian music, same sort of thing. So I don't know if the if the if there's a big praise band movement amongst the Muslims, but but they, they, it's not that far off. And so anyway, mysticism. That's what we're what's what we're on the hunt for with the praise song cruncher. But now since we're in Texas, we got to call it the mysticism. Ah. You guys got the, all that mystical stuff down there. <laughs>
2: I wonder. Um, I wonder if there is a. I mean, like you said, it's a it's a parasite that clings to our flesh, no matter who you are. But I wonder if you find mysticism more rampant in certain geographic areas. I mean, do you, do you go to do you go to Texas, and see more or less mysticism. I would think in Colorado there'd be more mysticism. There'd be like, I'm here to hug the trees.
0: That's true. The more kind of environmentalism,
2: I, I feel one with, with nature.
0: That in Oregon.
2: Yeah, we're all about that here. Yeah, I know it. Okay. Well, my theological buzzword for you has is brought to us by Hannah, who is turning, who has just turned fifteen, and as a punishment, is brought to the Table Talk Radio Studio. Uh, the word is repent. So thank you, Hannah, for delivering that theological buzzword for us. Uh, So here's the thing. uh, Repent, from the Greek metanoia, uh, which literally means simply to turn. And so uh, we understand this particularly as a turn of the heart, namely that we would have sorrow over sin. And this is, I think, the clearest way to think about repentance. Now, uh, one way that this is oftentimes, um, I think, misunderstood is that when people think of this turning being like it's a, a, a turning in action. Now, we're not to say that somehow in repentance of our sins we shouldn't strive to turn in action, but uh, the action isn't the measure of repentance. Um, and this is sometimes seen in preachers who say, if you were really sorry, you wouldn't commit that sin again. And if you haven't you haven't stopped that sin, then you're not really repentant. Well, we acknowledge that a person could, in their struggle against the flesh, uh, completely and sincerely... Be remorseful for the sin that they commit, and as also as a weakness of the flesh, uh, fail to—or uh, let me put it this way—that they would uh, commit that sin again in a transgression against God. And it doesn't mean that their repentance was insincere. Now, certainly, uh, should a person somehow plan to continue to sin, uh, that is not repentance. But we want to—we want to talk about it as being a condition of the heart, sorrow over sin. So, repent is your buzzword.
0: Nice. Uh, I by the way, I, I just was doing my word study this week on repentance. Can you see? Look at that. Oh yeah. How, so the 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 verb this I it was all these surprising statistics I just started to look up. The verb metanoeo is used thirty four times in the New Testament. The noun twenty two times, which is a lot less than I actually thought. Mm. Okay, so here I, I'll let me just give you a quiz. This will be nice since it's your buzzword. <laughs> How many times does the word repent or repentance occur in the gospel of mark seven three is the answer only three can you believe that (laughs) what about the gospel of john four none good guess though (laughs) this is a bad game uh (laughs) it's a it's a it's just it comes up very it's a sparse word but it's like it's like Mike Tyson's right hook. I don't know if that's actually a thing, but when it hits, it hits hard, you know? Like, you don't see it that often, but boom, when you see it. So this is the like the definition of the preaching of, of both John the Baptist and Jesus. Repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. There you go. Good. I, by the way, this is close to my heart also because, you know, the Augsburg Confession Article 12 on repentance is the first time they start to talk like, they start to talk about the comfort of the gospel and everything. So that's always that's always been um, a, a nice thing for me. Okay.
2: I, I, I need Hannah to call in buzzwords more often. I'll get the good ones when... That's
0: a good buzzword.
2: It is. All right, so uh, the, the uh, Praise Song Cruncher. I actually have three songs, if we can get through three. I have three songs for us to crunch today. You think we can do it? Yeah. So you want to
0: see what it's all about? Did you want me to show my website here, the Praise Song Cruncher? From oh, do I? This is the praise song. Or did you want to see the Table Talk Radio website? Whatever. Oh, I, that's really nice. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> that we are sorry. You the page you are looking for is not available. <laughs> so let's go back over here. Man. <laughs> <laughs> That page is missing. Do you want to check the Wayback Machine? You could do that. Look how I have to. I have to use the uh, this Brave browser now because uh, apparently that Google gets all the stuff. Interesting. Uh, okay, so the praise song Crutcher says this. Number one is Jesus mentioned? Yes or no? If so, by name or concept? That's just to see if Jesus is songs about Jesus or not. Number two, mystical in form this is kind of a i'm redoing it even though it's this is old so does it uh does it have sentences subject verb object is it very repetitive etc that's our second question the third question is is it mystical in content is it subjective or objective is it about what god has done objective or about my own emotions and experiences etc the fourth question is does it have the law and the gospel and how does it come out you know is it what's the law is all the stuff you got to do or is the law it doesn't talk about what Christ has done for me is the god is how does it describe our problem and the solution and then is there any false explicit false teaching and then like wolf the, the <laughs> <and laughs> mystic <Mr>. hunter <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's classic. That's great.
0: <laughs> did you? This is back when I cared about this stuff. Did you see how the nice? Uh, look at the detail of this. I should show. Did you, did you see the Luther Rose pendant? Yeah, on that's the... great. Yeah. Did <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Did I tell you the time when mom and dad were visiting, and uh, I went to bed, and it was like two in the morning. I woke up and Carrie wasn't. Carrie wasn't in, in bed, and I was like, "What the heck's happened and So I went out into the living room. And Carrie and my dad were sitting on the couch watching Dog the Bounty Hunter. They were like, <laughs> they couldn't stop watching it. They're, they're like falling asleep. But <laughs> Dog the Bounty Hunter, Carrie and, and old dad got hooked into the thing. It's the funniest thing I'd ever seen. It's like, okay, what you what'd, oh, This episode's almost
1: over.
2: <laughs> All right, we have we have a minute and a half before the segment's over, so I think we should spend the time uh, defending why this is a necessary critique.
0: I just told—we were—a long time ago, back in the—way back, we had um, the—oh, they were—people were asking about this question. Can we use the praise song in in worship? And and they said, well, look, there's no false doctrine. And we, you and I were looking at these songs and we're like, well, that's true. Because there's no doctrine at all. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a math teacher trying to grade an English test. You that, know? That'd be like, like you well, asking, uh, do I tell good
2: jokes? And be like, well, you don't even tell jokes.
0: <laughs> it's <his> right. <friend. laughs> I don't know. I said that the other day. Someone, Carrie, uh, said, "Don't be a bad loser." And I'm like, I don't know. If I'm a bad loser <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even. You <laughs> know, even know to to me a loser. How can you judge the? How can you judge the the doctrine if there's no doctrine at all? You know what I mean? It's like judging the false doctrine of a fire hydrant. So we realize that there's something else going on there that we got. And the thing that's going on, at least it was going on in the 90s and the 2000s, it's I think it might be starting to change a little. But the thing that used to be going on was the mysticism. It was there to provoke, to stoke the feels, you know. So you feel, remember mysticism? You feel close to God. And so the whole the whole thing is to get you to feel close to God. Now, is it wrong to feel close to God? Answer? After the break. Oh! <laughs> I'm going to have to wait through this break to know
2: whether it's – man, okay. You got me hanging. Now, I found three songs. I found a a website, you know, because my show prep consists of uh, typing into Google. Uh, It's like 50 praise songs to Jesus in 2021. And so we're taking the top three. We've got our our, our friend Chris Tomlin and Matt Redman on there. So we'll be listening to some of those after this break. Stay tuned.
1: Just about the best thing since moldy bread. This is Table Talk Radio.
0: I'm reading Luther's sermons from the House Postal every week. You can find it at www.hope-aurora.org. Click on the Luther Sermon Podcast. Bro, what do your nostrils think? Like? <laughs>
2: Yeah, the problem with—I think your camera's a little—it's fine. Actually, it's great. Um,
0: It's like like when I'm wearing a mask.
2: you got to be extra expressive with your eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs) It's an angry face. Boy, he's angry. (laughs) Yeah, you're squinting to read something, but I think you're mad at me. Oh, man he's upset
0: <laughs> that's how it is when you're preaching to people in masks like, they're just they're just grumpy because they smell their breath and you like yeah. did I say something wrong yeah
2: <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that that's that's what this whole thing's been about. Mask wearing is like people need to be more conscious of their breath smells. Yeah. Right? We got to smell it when you're not wearing a, a mask. Uh now the problem with you doing cliffhangers is that you don't remember what you were setting up teeing up for on the True l- point. I don't remember. What was it? Something about <laughs>
0: mysticism. Uh, is it okay to 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 oh, feel God? Is it post- okay to feel the presence of Here's we have oh. I have a thing about this. Remember this? We have we confess the ministerial use of emotions that's a real that's like making something that's helpful and useful and nice and just making it sound dumb but we still have it so that's so so feelings the lord's word feelings are underneath so if i if i feel close to god then i thank the lord because i know i am close to god but if i feel far from god then i say feelings sayonara man it doesn't matter because the Lord has promised you'll never leave me or forsake me. Is the same. Story. Uh, am I forgiven? Well, I, do I feel forgiven? Who cares? I am forgiven. It's a whole business of uh, and it, and it goes not just for the gospel too, but for the law also because you know how people come and they say, "Hey, Pastor, uh, doesn't God want me to be happy?" <laughs> and you know the answer is no <laughs> because whatever it is that they're plotting for their happiness is sinful. Otherwise, they wouldn't have asked you. You know,
2: but but, oh, I've, this said this, but I, I've said this. But I've said, look, the Holy Spirit cannot be felt. True statement.
0: You got me taking a drink of water out of my. That's <laughs> just, okay. uh, yes, I think that's right. The Holy Spirit is heard by the Word of God. It's heard by. But there is a there is a way that the Word of God does um, it operates all it operates on us as whole human beings so there is an emotive effect of the truth of God's word. I, yeah i agree with that but that's the, at least an effect you know you're not, right. You're not. right so i do not judge if the holy spirit is present or not by what i feel mm-hmm. my feelings have to come under the judgment of the holy spirit for example he says you shall not covet i mean that's a judgment of my feelings mm-hmm. and so our feelings always have to stand uh, under the as servants under the word of god
2: Right. So I think I think that's an important distinction to make because I there's a lot of people who uh th- assume or think that the way that I know whether God is close to me or not is uh based upon feeling. So they're they're using the wrong measuring stick, you know? Right. Um it'd be like uh uh I don't know. If you're if you're if you're testing to see if the pool is wet and you get out a telescope, you know. I mean, you just stick your hand in there, but but the opposite, you know. So so if we think that okay, I need to I need to feel God's presence, and I don't feel something, then then I conclude all this theological freight with that. But say, hey, look, what what is God promising in His Word, and that's where mm-hmm. that's where we find find God. So we should get to the praise song cruncher because that was a good setup, though, because um, the praise song cruncher is designed by. By the admission of the praise song writers designed to invoke a feeling. It, it it comes at the assumption that God should be felt, so a song shall be written to invoke a feeling, to invoke that sense of presence.
0: We and, heard that from none other than Chris Tomlin himself.
2: Right. And, and uh, we had the
0: other—what uh, oh, was her name? I know what is her name. She was a fun interview.
2: Yeah, she. Remember
0: back when we used to do that kind of stuff. Uh, I, th- I think,
2: I think I the big revelation on that interview was off mic when she said, "Look, the way this really works, guys, is that you know, so and so big name artist is going to release the album. All these people in Nashville start writing songs based upon what he usually likes, and that's what makes the you know into the churches for the top praise songs. It's just a bunch of Nashville music writers trying to get their get their their stuff pushed and that uh, mm-hmm. that was the kind of lo and behold oh you know this this is an industry like all others it's not mm-hmm. uh it's it, it's and not i mean
0: just you know to be honest you and i are here trying to break into the lutheran theology podcast you know it's, industry it's
2: we're a big market it's a big industrial
0: market. complex you know
2: yeah i mean we, <laughs> big we, podcaster we, we just want a slice of that pie
0: <laughs> <laughs> so full disclosure you know it's not like we're above reproach here <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe one of the big Lutheran theological game show podcast hosts will notice us yeah. one day. <laughs> Any day now. Oh, I, I want to play Law Gospel on my show.
2: <laughs> All right, you ready for some praise songs? Oh yeah, man, I was ready. Born ready. I was born to not be ready.
0: What do we got? Why why are there so
2: many clicks to good, get to a screen father. share? Okay. Yeah. Good Good Father by Chris Tomlin. Oh, uh, you can see my screen here. So this is what I Googled, uh, and I found this top 50 Christian praise and worship songs for Jesus in 2021. So wow. the, these
0: would not As be- As opposed to the top 50 not for Jesus.
2: Right. Or the ones for Jesus in 2020. Those are so yesteryear. But here are the ones-
0: Well, that's the whole point of the whole thing, isn't
2: it? <laughs> it is. It its <laughs>
0: Now look at who's by though Testimonio.
2: Yeah, I don't know what Testimonio <laughs> That's is.
0: That's the author who wrote. The
2: well, article. I know that, but I don't. I mean, it's the it's the site, but I, I, it's not like this is a well-known... Oh, I see. But well known Testimonio. It's an gives, Italian gives, guy. Gives a few verses, and then we got you know Good Good Father by Chris Tomlin, Ten Thousand Reasons Bless the Lord Matt Redman.
0: These don't seem that new actually. Yeah. I wonder how different this list is from.
2: 2020 It's <laughs> like wait a minute I wonder how disruptive COVID that one just went all up 10 yeah <laughs> alright here's the here's the song Good Good Father by Chris Tomlin
1: oh I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like but I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night, and you tell.
2: That gets us going. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about...
0: the You lyri- want to do the rest of the lyrics here? Yeah, I can show you. give them look to us. That. I, I um, This verse 2, I've seen many searching for answers far and wide, but I know we're all searching for answers, only you provide, because you know just what we need before we say a word. Now, here's an interesting switch. Uh, look at how it went from... Uh, it went from I, I've heard. This is the first one, I... To we, that this is a where does it go? We're all we're all searching. I've seen search. We're all searching for we say a word. That's very interesting. I think hmm. I don't know what's going to happen to it. Okay, let's see what else happens here. You're a good good father. I really am intrigued by this. Actually, artistically, maybe let me say poetically. I wish that it's 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 who you are. It's who you are. I'm loved by you. It's who I am. I. I I, I, I'm mm. not against that. Because you are perfect in all your ways. You're perfect in all your ways. You are perfect in all your ways. Ah. <laughs>
2: is that how do you pronounce that? Yeah, it doesn't quite have the same effect when you're just reading the lyrics. Ah.
0: Ooh. Ah, you are perfect in all ooh. your ways. Oh, you're perfect in all your ways. You're perfect in all your ways to us. Oh, it's love so un- undeniable. I I can hardly speak. This is one of these things. I can hardly <laughs> say a word. It's like, well, then... <laughs> if it's so undescribable then stop trying to describe oh, man, this it this is getting worse I was I was ready to like this song but peace so unexplainable I, I can hardly think <laughs> <laughs> as you call me deeper still deeper still deeper still into love 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 oh boy that really fell apart in stanza three yeah uh, let's see, we got any more? Bridge, you're perfect in all your ways. That's fine. That's Bible. Okay. Ah, th- oh, man. I wish I wish it would have stopped earlier, actually. Okay, let's crunch this thing and see what happens. Okay, is Jesus mentioned? No. Okay. Obviously, this is about the first uh, person of the Holy Trinity. This is about God the Father. But you make a fine point. There's no Jesus here.
2: Sorry, that's true. Sorry, I'm I'm just confused by my screen here. (laughs) I'm not used to the Zoom meeting thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, so. With the program, this is 2020. (laughs) It's like everyone else is like, get me off of Zoom. I can't handle (laughs) Zoom. I got to get rid of Zoom. And we're like, let's record Zoom. (laughs) That's Table Talk Radio style. "Ah, What does everybody hate? What is, like, sound of (laughs) nails on a board? Zoom. Let's let's do that. That makes sense. Table talk, great. No longer available by podcast. Uh. You can only Zoom. (laughs) <laughs> oh, we're I'm almost out of time. Filter. Uh,
2: what? That's why I was clicking around. See, your 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 full screen went away. Your screen share went away. And it was back to my screen. And I thought I was looking at your screen. And it was just I'm, I'm I'm a noob with this kind of stuff. I don't know what I'm doing. So the noob. Yeah. So
0: um. Okay. So we're gonna take more. No Jesus mentioned. No and Jesus. Now we got more questions to ask, and we're gonna do that after the break. Is that what you're saying?
2: That's right. So uh, we are looking at the song "Good Good Father" by Chris Tomlin, and then next up we have 10,000 Reasons" by Matt Redman. Do you think love? We'll Time for a third. We only have two segments left of the program, let's so let's go
0: fast, speed crunch.
2: We're gonna do some speed crunching. You're,
0: you're Captain Crunch over there. You gotta. You know,
2: I don't know if I like. Waste the sails. That makes me want some breakfast.
0: Captain Crunch. You look like Captain Crunch.
1: That's a old Veggie tale Oh yeah. <laughs> the bane of mystical subjectivism. You are listening to Table Talk Radio. Get the Around the Word devotions delivered to you in a
0: free daily email. You can sign up for that at whatdoesthismean.org. Click the devotions button.
2: Well, we've established that the name Jesus does not appear in the song Good Good Father by Chris Tomlin. Uh, Now, I always forget which one comes first. I don't have your screen up. So, uh,
0: form, mystical content. Form first. Form comes next. And it is mystically formish. It's got a lot of repetition. I mean, especially third stanza is like a. I mean, look at this. Uh, It's just so repetitive. You know, when it's like. How do you put the lyrics down? oh just copy and paste copy and paste copy and paste <laughs> <laughs> where are the sentences Chris tomlin come on man look because they're perfect in love ah the only way you know you're on the third love is ah
2: now can you talk about the form how it how it has the mystical effect like why why would we be doing a lot of repetition for example if we were mm-hmm. shooting mm-hmm. for the it's, mystical experience
0: it's just it's it's kind of it's so it's a uh, it's inducing this. Uh, hypnotic state it's it's one of the things that the music that the rhythm does to tof, tof, and the words come there tof, tof, this kind of repetition so um people have said, hey, the psalms are repetitive. I suppose there there's a so we don't want to say just because something's repetitive it's bad, but it gives us a hint as that's what's happening right with the m- musically here. so it's not about it's not about making assertions or saying something, but it's about, uh, it's about this in, induction of a feeling. That's the that's the rhetorical work that's happening with the with the music.
2: All right. Then, what are some of the indicators for mystical content?
0: Here you're talking about uh, emotive content. You're talking about the god girlfriend stuff. You're talking about the sparks and the and the and the water. There's always the there's always the desert being watered and all this sort of stuff. And so, when whenever you get someone saying something like, uh it's unspeakable; words can't express it. Uh-huh. It's unthinkable; thoughts can't express it. So now it's you're moving away from the logos, from reason, from the mind, from critical thinking and stuff. I just want to feel it. As you call me deeper still, how does that part go? We, as you call me deeper still, as you call me deeper. It's got to be. What is that's? I'm being wrapped into that kind of experience of the love of God. Now, the the, the problem is the first part of the song. I've heard a thousand stories about you, but that doesn't matter because I heard you speak to me. We'd like to say in your word, and you told me that you're pleased with me, and I'm never alone. True, I am pleased with you. I am with you always. The Lord says that you're a good, good father, and that's maybe the one of the most beautiful pictures of salvation that the Bible gives to us. That like God is our Father. It's there, but but how do I know it? It's not because it's been told, declared, preached as true but rather it's because I have this experience of it, and that's, that is the problem.
2: Hmm. So um, I think this is where the mysticism really comes out, because in the content, um, as you had mentioned before, are we making certain truth assertions? Because once, once a truth assertion is made, a person can either analyze that assertion as false or true. Um, but when there's just a mere impression... That uh, uh, like incomplete sentences is one of the one of the questions for mystical. Is that form or kind? Mm-hmm. I guess that'd be form. Oh, that'd be form. Okay. Um, that that you're asking. Okay. Well, I can't really analyze whether this is true or not because it's just making an impression. You know, I, I mean, can you have a false impression? I suppose you okay. could, but 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 it's it's intentionally left open ended, so that the person in the experience mm-hmm. gets to experience whatever they want with it.
0: Yeah, if I just start saying like butterflies, cotton candy, unicorns, sunny day, I didn't say anything wrong, but I'm creating impressions, you mm-hmm.
2: know. Right, right, okay.
0: That's the, that. Now, I'm interested in the law gospel
2: question for this song. Is there a is there a problem introduced into this song? Maybe maybe it's just that I. I I might not. Is it the kind of self worthiness problem which we see in a lot of praise songs? Like I have low self esteem, but God comes and gives me a high self esteem.
0: It gets close to us. It's not. It doesn't say enough. Oh man, it could though. It's just oh. But it, no, it doesn't. It doesn't tell us the problem is. The, the, the closest it gets is in the bridge where it says, "You are perfect in all your ways," which is a, a statement of the Lord's holiness and perfection and so forth. And that would be helpful uh, as a start to law and gospel. God's perfect, we're not. His perfect love purifies us and so forth. You might, I mean, but it doesn't get there. It just says you're perfect and you're a good father. The problem is, so the problem could cut one way or another. So the the surprise, the, the assertion of the song is that God is a good father. But what is that set against? It could be set against the problem of, having a bad father or having no father being adopted and so forth it could be set against the problem of my own if a good father has a bad son prodigal mm. son kind of stuff so the problem so the solution of god being the good father could come in a number of wonderful ways but it's just there's not enough in the song to know actually that it, what the case what case is being made yeah i don't want to get carried
2: away with this criticism but it almost puts us as the judge of god to say you got I have, a, I have a Richter scroll here of how good of a father you are. And I, on the basis of my criteria, you're a pretty good father. So uh, good job. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was like, See, I, I, the reason I want to like this is that this idea that you're a good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. I'm loved by you. It's who I am, who I am, who I am. And that idea of our identity being found in the love of God for us. So who am I? I'm the son of the father. I'm the child of God. Behold, what manner of love the Father's given us, that we should be called the children of God, and such we are. Mm-hmm. This is there. There's such beautiful truth in that. Is is really, and so, in th- that little chorus is, and just to take the words, I, I don't think the music is necessarily helpful here, but those words are are actually helpful for reflecting on. But the rest of the thing. Kind of undoes it because it it never it never packs the punch and he, and here's one of the problems that, I mean one of the things that Chris Tomlin will do masterfully which is why he's always number one is he'll let the lyrics be vague enough that anybody can take their theology and pour them into it so remember mm-hmm. his his communion hymn your body mm-hmm. the, the bread the body, the bread, and it just didn't say anything in it like is or symbolizes or looks like. He just actually didn't say it. Essentially, lays out all the, these the, nouns, and you, you you supply the verb, and you connect the dots. And so you start, <laughs> so you start writing your own theology into the thing. There's a lot. There's, in other words, what I'm saying is there's a there's a lot hinted at there, but it never is articulated well enough that we can actually say if this song is delivering it to us, or it just serves as like a vehicle. Mm-hmm. And now you can imagine. Your own orthodoxy on top of it, but it's not actually being brought to you, and that's what we want. We want the hymns to actually bring the gift of God to the people. That's why this one, I think, has come up short.
2: Okay. So, any other false doctrine?
0: Uh, I didn't. I didn't see any. Did you? Uh,
2: no. I think not. Oops. Sorry. Come on, come on. My computer's having a hard time today. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Uh, so no, I I think I think as we I think the I think the biggest fault of this song is the lack of long gospel, which is always going to be I think the biggest fault. Well, maybe not always, but um, you know if you can't identify the problem, namely that we are transgress transgressors against God, then we can't ever get to the solution, which is Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins. So let's dive in. We have uh, all of. Uh, two and a half minutes left in this segment, so I think we better just set our hopes on getting two songs into this show. Okay. Uh, but this okay. one this one is called, if you want to look for the lyrics, Pastor, 10,000 uh, Reasons, Bless the Lord by Matt Redman. And uh, let me get this going for I you. I think we've
0: done this one. Oh, have we? Let's see how, if we do it the same. Okay.
2: Working on the screen share here. Bless the- think we've done that one because these are songs for 2021 pastor
0: (laughs) man this song gets me and i'm uh, you know i'm on my guard against it but can't you feel it it's 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 taking you away huh (laughs) (laughs) that when the drum comes in boom, boom, boom,
2: boom yeah i know right
0: the sun comes up new day it's time ah (laughs) okay okay well uh first that's one of the by the way one of that's one of the problems of this whole uh crunchy to crunch thing that we do because i I, i've told this story before how I, i had some really really lonely months of my own life and i had the i had the maranatha praise band tape in my walkman remember the walkman and i would play it and it probably sustained me through some of the toughest toughest times and this is and and you can see this song right here really carrying people through i mean they hit a low they hit whatever they're just empty and they put this song on and it starts to just kind of lift them up it has that sort of sense to it. So there's some risky business in looking at it.
2: Well, yeah, but I mean, let's let's take a, a person in such a situation and they could listen to any song that's uplifting and probably get that same experience. Uh, we could also just take the words of a of a hymn without any music and just read them and the words themselves could deliver that comfort. So it's, it's a perfect example of form and content that we're talking about. We'll be more about that right after this.
1: You're listening to Table Talk. Uh, guys, this is really bad. I, I can't do this anymore.
0: I'm taking some old Luther stuff, pulling it out of the collections, and publishing it. You can download it for free or buy them for five bucks. Find it, the Everyone's Luther, at Wolfmuller.co. Click on the books at the top of the page. It's happened already.
2: This song is not old. It's for 2021. The website clearly says these are songs for
0: 2021. Release date, January 1st, 2011. (laughs) I found over here on my deep dive. Takes a while to make it to Jesus. (laughs) Hey, I'll bet you this song has been top... This would be a very interesting thing, the the longevity of the praise song. Because the point is... Oh, yeah. It's like... We're, we can't sing that. That's so 2011.
2: <laughs> no, th- this has withstood the test of time. All
0: of it's nine years. Yeah, yep, this is like let's sing some old classics. <laughs> I I know this one though. It's a moving song. Okay, bless the Lord O oh my soul. Oh, my soul, worship His holy name. That sounds a lot like. Hey, you got the words there. Throw them up for for the for the viewer here. Okay. That sounds a lot like uh, what we call Psalm 103, which is that word. That says, bust the Lord, O my soul. Sing like never before, O soul. I think there's a, lot, there's a handful of psalms that talk to the soul like that. Mm-hmm. And this is it's mm-hmm. capturing. The sun comes up. It's a new day dawning. Time to sing your song again. That's true. We sing the Lord's praise in the morning. Whatever may pass, whatever lies before me, let me be singing when the evening comes. That's nice. Sign up to start annotating. Huh. Does Table Talk Radio have a budget for praise song, lyric song? Uh, bless the Lord, O my soul. That sounds like a lot like what we said before. Here's verse 2. You're rich in love, and you're slow to anger. Your name is great, and your heart is kind. For all your goodness, I will keep on singing 10,000 reasons for my heart to find. Hmm. Ah, this is kind of this is also perfect for the the idea of the praise song, which is you isolate. There's a lot of things happening in the hymns, right? Prayers, petitions, teaching, encouragement, edification, repentance, comfort, and praise. And the praise song says, "We're just going to do that praise part," which is interesting, right? It's like why why wasn't there when they were like, "Well, we want to take the whole realm of Christian worship, and we're just going to do one thing." Praise. Why wasn't it like, we're just going to do one thing, teach, or we're just going to do one thing, encourage, edify, or we're just going to do one thing? No, it was the the praise captured it. It's a very interesting thing. Uh, It says here, interlude, verse 3, on that day when my strength is failing, the end draws near and my time has come, still my soul will sing your praise unending 10,000 years and then forevermore, forevermore. So ten thousand came back in. I think that ten thousand is they picked it up from the old uh, Amazing Grace. Oh yeah. <clears throat> when we've been there ten thousand years, says so let's put it in the song. So right
2: I, I want to go back to the point you just made about the kind of focusing on praise. Um, I wonder if that doesn't itself just come from the kind of relationship centric theology um because often which is overcome by the uh, affection and things like that so that oftentimes in the um kind of the the relationship model it's it's expressing it's all about expressing love words uh to to another um oftentimes at least and so i think because uh a lot of people's kind of theological center is around that relationship like it's shocking sometimes to to tell someone who Um, Doesn't realize it that uh, the Bible doesn't actually tell us that we have to have a relationship with Jesus. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's in there somewhere. I just got it. Right, right, right. Uh, But, but, but we have we have assumed as much.
0: If there was a verse in like Second Maccabees that talked about having a relationship with Jesus, (laughs) that would be really cool. Because,
2: then they'd be forced to acknowledge the Apocrypha. Is that what you're saying? The oh the relationship <laughs> with Jesus. That's so Roman Catholic. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So so is it possible that you've <laughs> formed your entire theology of 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 how we relate to God on um impressions rather than upon what the scriptures actually say. And I think that's sometimes a first step for people to kind of open their eyes like, oh, you know, maybe everything that I've been thinking about. So once once we kind of see um you know that is not necessarily something to be our foundation. Well, then I start to question. Well, is it really about? I mean, is the is the central part of worship really just praise? Then, like, is there more mm-hmm. to it than just praise? Mm-hmm. Not against praise, of course. So,
0: so I might say like this: Look, if you're going to have, have a praise song, that's great. Have a praise song, but then have a have a instruction, have a theology song too, and then have a edification song, and then have a Repentance song. <laughs> hey, you
2: got <laughs> no. your buzzword. I'll give it to you. Whoops. 400, 475 points. I was going to give you 500, but you said oops. So, <laughs> <laughs>
0: but you got to have that in there because um, uh, I mean, it's, it's just the, the whole sort of life of the Christian is sort of poured out. So, so we ought to, there ought to be a place for praising the Lord. Of course. We're, or who's against praising the Lord? Answer nobody that's but but there's when we isolate that and amplify it this is what that's like what cancer does you know it's like one cell that just repeats and grows over like the you it's and it messes it messes with the whole balance of everything
2: hmm. cool all right so as jesus mentioned
0: uh, it's a you it's a god you song so the lord is bless the lord oh my soul oh my soul um, all right, look, I'm going to say yes, because in Psalm 103, bless the Lord, O my soul, that Lord is Yahweh, who is Jesus. I'm going to say, maybe even unknowingly to the author, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: That's great. All right, uh, mystical form. Uh, yeah, it's, it is repetitive on the medium level, kind of typical, it's not over the top like, uh, our friend Tomlin was, but... Uh, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it is certainly repetitive. For example, at the end, the chorus, and then repeat, and then repeat, and then the outro, which is repeat the chorus. How <laughs> many times do I got to sing this chorus? It's a Hotel Caliph chorus. <laughs> uh,
2: Mythical content? Mm.
0: You know, all it says is, I'm going to sing. <laughs> hmm. That's all it says. I think when it says, sing like never before... It's like, it's stoking the fire. It's trying to, it's trying to, the The song is like the billows, you know, mm-hmm. that wants the, the emotional flames to burn hotter. So I, I think it's doing that, especially when the music cuts out of the drums go. Yeah, because I, we should say that the, the praise song cruncher is really just a
2: crunch of the song lyrics it doesn't really even bring into the account the music i mean because as i mentioned um before our last break you know a person could go to um an orchestra which is you know purely instrumental and still be emotionally moved by it um so we should we should you know some there's a place to talk about the the musical aspect of this uh, the, the effect that it has which is again i'm not saying bad i'm I'm just saying that that's that's an impact that it has on us as human beings, as does mm-hmm. perhaps a hymn i mean maybe maybe um you would sing a, a hymn out of our hymnal where in one setting the the organist is 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 struggling to get every other key right, and you go to a a a big chapel maybe at one of our seminaries where the exact same hymn is done with some uh, instrumental um, accompaniment and and uh, more voices, and the latter might be more moving. But I think the point that we've been making in all of this is that the the emotional experience is not the main thing here. The question is what what promises are made to me, and that's one of the nice things about hymnody versus the the praise and worship song is that because the The praise song is just focusing on that praise. It's mainly an expression of man to God. Uh, hymns have always had the purpose of really, I mean, preaching in a sense. Like they're delivering promises to me as I am using
0: them as my praise. I I I think I told you that I was over in Gothenburg, Sweden, a couple of years back for this Corpus Christi youth thing. It was like all the confessional Lutherans in Europe, like age eighteen to thirty, and. Uh, I could not make make it through a single hymn without weeping mm-hmm. and breaking down. I mean, it was incredible. But to hear all these young voices from all these countries all singing together, the Lord's praises, mm-hmm. and it, it was it was somewhat overwhelming mm-hmm. uh, of the thing. That's not what we're against. But the the point is that that is that should not be what the what the hymn and the and the and the music and the liturgy is aiming for mm-hmm. it's aiming for the encouragement of the christian in the midst of trouble to be blessed by the lord and his gracious promises uh,
2: I, I think about when we went to madagascar do you remember uh, all the men singing their acapella and uh, yes. and <laughs> the africans just have kind of a natural way of harmonizing it's such a beautiful uh, Tone. It's very it's, different. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. So, all right, we have uh, forty-five seconds. So, so wrap, wrap this up for us. Well, okay. So, this song is crunched, right, Captain? <laughs> I'm not going to acknowledge that title. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's unfortunate. <laughs> I, I actually think that this could be used. Uh, I mean, you could, if you wanted to listen to this in the, you know, in the car, I don't think there's any damaging theology. But if this is what, if this takes the lead. If, this, if the, And this becomes the shape of, of your worship, then it's just going to be anemic. Hmm. Dangerously so. Dangerously so.
2: All right. Well, uh, that's the Praise Song Cruncher. You can get that at wolfmuller.co, apparently. <laughs> 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 but thanks for listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio,
0: where we're hunting the mystic, mir- Mystics. The Mystics. Mir- the, the Mystics. Mur- mystic. and asking them to repent (laughs) (laughs) he got it
1: Thanks for listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio. Table Talk Radio is not for everyone. (laughs) Please consult your pastor before listening to Table Talk Radio. Side effects may include nausea, vomiting, headache, heartburn, hair loss, hallucinations, and aversion to incomplete sentences with aquatic imagery, psychosis, hair loss, halitosis, lung cancer, brain tumors, sleep gain, internal bleeding, internal combustion, a sudden craving to smell your backseat, claustrophobia, an uncontrollable urge to fight the Calvinists on Twitter, and falling off your treadmill. For more information, visit tabletalkradio.org.